Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, our most recent trip report, as well as some news around Walt Disney World. I guess we should say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, and everything, because it is that time of year, depending on when you are listening to this show. It is our Christmas week show, and we just returned from Walt Disney World. So let's start with our trip report. We got a lot to unpack. There was a few yeah. interesting things to me. I'll start with where we stayed. We stayed this trip, Grand Floridian, Royal Palm Club. So the club level theme park view at the Grand Floridian, a favorite of ours, of course. And those rooms, none of the rooms in the main building have yet been renoed. So they're still in pretty good shape, but you can see a little bit that they're yeah. slightly dated, but not too of, bad. Yeah, It's in need of a renovation, but not a desperate need. Like it still looks good quality, just a bit dated. Yeah. And the club level lounge, still pretty good. I think there were four changes per day, right? You have breakfast. Yes, breakfast, lunch, well, midday snacks, dinner, and then... Late night snacks. Yes. Well, late night Dessert. till 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Not really late, late. Not but... quite. If you're at the parks, you're going to miss it. And you know what? It's pretty darn good, especially breakfast. There is a huge variety of things, hot things, cold things, toasts, bagels, cereals, uh, eggs, all sorts of stuff, all kinds of coffees too. So it's a really, really good yeah, cinnamon setup. buns, croissants, yeah. muffins, the whole deal. So I think you know it's pretty much back to where it used to be many years ago, pre-pandemic. So that was good. Club level was, of course, good as always. Of course, you're overlooking the lobby, featuring the fantastic gingerbread house, the massive Christmas tree, just all around, stunning. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to stay there at Christmas because the lobby gets jammed with tourists. Yes. And it's true. Yes, it does. To get your photo with the Christmas tree, that there's that's what everybody wants to do. And also lining up for the gingerbread house. And it's weird because there are no set times for the photo pass photographers for either one of those things. So we ended up waiting and waiting because we wanted to do it in the morning before all the non-guests showed up to fill the lobby. Which we don't mind. I like seeing it busy and hectic at Christmas, to be honest. So we ended up just taking our own because I don't know when they showed up, but we were waiting till 11 a.m. and finally left. And they come whenever they come. There are no set times. So just so you know that. If you're a guest of club level, however, you can skip the line at the gingerbread house, which is a nice club level perk. You just tell them what you want to buy and they get it for you and deliver it the next day. So don't leave it till the day before you check out like we did <laughs> that's a good thing because that line is also very long oh my goodness arguably longer than the tree line it's yeah. like it's very shocking it's all day it's solid all day long and lines. i mean really long i mean it moves but it's long so if you're staying there just go down there as soon as it opens yeah. or almost at the very end just before it closes or, because the tourists will show up and you're gonna be in a long line yeah you know you could have your own hotel's version of the gideon's Bakehouse. yeah that's pretty much what it becomes all right, let's talk about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which was a sold-out night, but I didn't think it was too bad crowd-wise. No, it was actually shockingly low crowds. Yeah. Like, it was, I think, what everyone anticipates the parties are going to be, and I don't know if they just sell more tickets for the Halloween parties or anything, but, like, especially this year specifically, the comparison was astronomical. Yeah, it's interesting. We were also at the Halloween party earlier in the year. And I'm not even sure if our night was sold out because it was one of the very first ones in August. 
but it felt way more crowded at the Halloween party than it felt at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So that was nice. It did not feel crowded at all. We have a couple of tips we learned. We did do a bunch of rides, Jingle Cruise, and seasonal things. I have one thing that was sort of a negative to me that I said to them. The character interactions are hard to find and really not what they used to be. I don't think I saw any characters the entire night. It yeah, was weird. It was, it was a bit annoying. And we saw the Santa where Tiana used to be in that little gazebo before she moved into Fairytale Hall. That's where Santa is. But he wasn't there when we walked by. So it's just that if I had one complaint about it, it's that we didn't see any. Yeah, we didn't see any characters. And the one we could have seen, if you're a DVC member, it's pretty cool because at Gaston's Tavern, they have a special DVC member little lounge set up where you can go in and on get select a, nights on select nights of the party. So during the party from I think it was eight till 10, you can go in eight to get, 11, eight to 11, get a free LeFou's brew and a little uh, brownie thing. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then Gaston. But of course, the way our night was going, we get there and Gaston was off taking a break. So we didn't even see him at the special DVC uh, lounge thing. So anyway, overall, I thought the party was really good. I would say better than the Halloween party. Even Laugh Floor, you know, probably one of the most underrated attractions of all. I think people think Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is a canned show. I don't think they realize there are live comedians interacting with people in the audience, completely unique and custom every single show. And it was Christmas themed. Yeah, so that was that was really impressive, actually, the way that they're like that. And the, the cast members like running around to the different people. With the mic in the <laughs> audience. Yeah, when the comedians who are the monsters, but behind the scenes, there yeah. are actually talented comedians cracking on the fly jokes in the moment. So it's great. So if you haven't done it, do it because it yeah, really... Yeah, check it out. Yeah. You haven't been for a long time. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. I, was, I think I, you were a little kid, so you wouldn't even remember the last Yeah, time. I thought it was a preset show, so yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that's surprised. what a lot of people think. So Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, great. They, even the Speedway was all decked out in Space Mountain. So there was a lot of themed stuff going on. Space Mountain was down, so we got on the people mover and you get that, you know, inside view with all the lights on and all that Pretty stuff. Pretty cool. But all in all, I would say the Very Merry Christmas Party was pretty good. Now, we're going to talk about Epcot Festival of Holidays, but here's a tip for you. You've probably read, if you're looking at this, that the cookie stroll, the official cookie stroll at Epcot, the cookies aren't very good. <laughs> People are complaining about them. I wouldn't say they're bad. I've just heard they're mediocre. Now, at the Very Merry Christmas Party, in the past, they used to have five or six stations with sort of balloon things like they do for Halloween showing you where they are. Tortuga Tavern is one, for example. And in the past, it was always hot chocolate and brownies, the same thing at every one. Well, not this year. Disney has stepped up their game. So now you can do what we like to call the own personal cookie stroll at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. There was buttercream, snickerdoodle, like different types of ice things. They Sugar were, cookies. Like, they were all very good. As well, How many were there? Five or there six? There were five in total. And for being packaged cookies, you can put them in the bag. They were very good. And in addition to that, each one also comes with a drink. So there was apple cider, eggnog, hot chocolate, just a variety of different things. It was quite impressive, actually. Yeah, so we said, hey, let this is basically the cookie stroll. You've already paid to get in, so this stuff is free. And like Amelia just said, it is they're cellophane-wrapped like sealed, so you can put them in your bag. They're not on a napkin, and they're going to wreck your purse or backpack. So it's pretty good. You'd get a free cookie stroll, and you get a different drink at every location, and the lines were like nothing. 
Like two minutes, even yeah, if there was a long They're very quick. It moves. I don't know how it was this much better than Halloween, but whoever's organizing this, good job. OTU. And also, ride lines were much shorter than they are at Halloween <laughs> party. So what the heck is going on? And this one was a, it was a sold out night. Also, it's not just that's like this get, was yeah, a rare night. I mean. Many people didn't buy tickets. So we had the great or- weather. It was like sixty degrees. So I don't like it hot because snow on Main Street. If it's eighty out, doesn't work. But yeah. if it's fit sixty even or colder or around that, it's cool and it feels good with the snow. It makes sense. Yeah. So all Thumbs up to the Halloween party, or sorry, to the Christmas party. Thumbs up to Halloween too, but I go Christmas over Halloween. How about you? Yeah, Christmas over Halloween. The ride lines, the shows, the food, everything was top notch. All right. Epcot Festival of the Holidays, pretty good. We didn't do the cookie stroll like we said, because you got to pay for all those cookies and the reviews have just been horrible, so we didn't bother. However, we did do the candlelight processional. Yes. Our night was Neil Patrick Harris, perennial favorite. He's been there for 10 years, yep. he said. So 10th he's year. been there for a long time. And we were quite lucky. So here's a couple of things. We did the last show of the night on Saturday night, December 16th. 17th. 17th, sorry. And he came out and he said, this will be my best show. We'd already heard someone behind us say, oh, that's his husband and his kids coming into the VIP area. And so he got up and he said, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years and all this stuff, but this will be my best show of the year because my family's here. And it was a great show. He's a great narrator. If you've never done the Candlelight Processional, this is the first time you saw it. Do it. It's quite good. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's very religious. So if you want, it's it's the Jesus Christmas story. So... As long as you know that, if I think it's quite entertaining, even if yeah, I think you can if you're different, uh, you celebrate differently. It's still pretty fun to watch, and the narrative. You know, he's great because yeah. he's funny. Yeah, not when he's reading the story, but well, around he's still it. a good, like a good speaker. It's clear the pronunciation was great. There wasn't any mess ups whatsoever. Now here's the pitfall with this. It used <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a free show, but well, it's first come first serve, and and they have still dining not packages really. like they do for Fantasmic. But basically what's happening is, let me tell you, if you want to see this show at all, you're going to blow $300 on dinner. So we, or or a little more, a little less, depending on where you eat. We ate at Coral Reef, which was somewhere in the middle price-wise. Not a great place. Hadn't been there for a long time. I would give it three out of five at best. Yeah. Very noisy. Food's mediocre. Anyway, even with that, an hour, over an hour before the show... The line was pretty long, all for dining people. Yeah. So if you want to be near the front, you've got to line up, even though you've paid $300 on dinner. Well, that was for three people. It'll be less if there's two or more if there's more in your family. Mm-hmm. You get there two hours before the show. Which additionally means the shows are not spaced out. There's a 5.15, a 7, and an 8.30. So we're here at the 8.30, at least an hour beforehand. We're still hearing the 7 yeah. o'clock show because the shows are about an hour. So now you're hearing the show already, you're lining up for an hour, and you're out $300. And you're going to hear it again. So we were lucky. We were far enough back in front of the Japan Pavilion that we saw, we couldn't hear it. Yeah. So it was great. And uh, we, but we still got front row in the back section. So halfway up the theater. So our seats were quite good. No problem. If you follow along, you'll see pictures I posted. Yeah. Anyway, it was a great show, well worth doing. I guess technically you could walk up, technically. But the bottom line is you have to do the dining package if you want to see it, especially close to Christmas. I say they should just sell tickets for this thing at this point. 
like honestly, you'd get because a better you're time. making me dinner and, and spend two hours waiting for a show. Like, what's the point? Just charge me seventy five bucks a person to see the show and do like a ranch <laughs> seating, and you'll still sell it out. All right, and then. The third note of the week of this week, not trip related, but sort of because we were there, is that this is interesting. Disney sent out an official release and said they were talking about the hotel updates that are coming next year. Boardwalk has been getting a lot. They've done a lot to Polynesian with the new Kona Cafe and so on. And now the Grand Floridian's doing a lot of them, but the main building will be next year, including the lobby. And they said for our 30th anniversary July 1 2023 and i'm going mm, it opened in 1988 so that is your 35th then i thought oh maybe they're talking about when the name changed because when the grand floridian opened in 88 it was called the grand floridian beach club and then they opened the beach club around and so the name changed to disney grand floridian resort and spa but no it's just Disney. This is a, a little bit amazing to me. And look at other news sites that you'll see it says 30. It is not 30. They don't even read what they post. So stick with us and you get the real news. It is the 35th anniversary of that resort in 2023. And hopefully by July 1st, they will have whatever they're doing to the lobby done and all the rooms in the main yeah. building because we're back there. Well, we're back there in March, so we'll see what's going yeah. on. Yeah, as long yeah. as I don't, because I don't think they'll want to ruin their next Christmas. So hopefully they'll have it done in under a year. Yeah, so far we're booked for the grand in March. We're booked for the grand in August. So we'll see what's going on. Those are a couple of our upcoming trips. So all in all, really, really good Christmas getaway. We love it. It's our favorite time of year. The weather was great for us, like we said. 60s, basically almost 70 in the day. Yeah. So that was the main news this week. A couple other stories. If you want more details, follow along on the blog. Yes. So next up, there's new news at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. People are going to like this because they were complaining when something closed recently. Yes. There's a new coffee shop called Carousel Coffee, and it is mostly home to Joffrey's, beverages, tea options, pastries. Yep. The menu will include a dark cherry mocha frozen blended coffee with whipped cream. And this is an iconic cherry flavor. It's known in seaside getaways, supposedly. And... It's the kind of thing apparently you find probably along the New Jersey shore. I don't really remember it. And of course, is the season. There is seasonal coffee as well. Such an example as cinnamon bun frozen Ooh. blended coffee with whipped cream. Would you do try you, that? Do you ship? Can I get this shipped to my house? Disney, please let me know. I would stick with the next one, the nitro cold brew. Nitro coffee is a bit of a craze, but I'll just uh, stick with the nitro. Anyway, read our blog. We don't want to prolong this show with the details of the menu, but it's all posted in our show notes and online, as well as a new scavenger hunt that's coming to it. Well, not coming. It's at Epcot yeah. right now. What was originally Kim Possible and then Perry the Platypus is now Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure. It's ready to play. So head there. It's probably pretty fun. Most of the other ones were. Uh, give it a shot. Yeah. Full details again in our blog post. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. As always, follow along on social media at 1923 May Street. Happy holidays to everyone and have a magical holiday week. Bye-bye.